Hi guys and welcome to Minds of Metal. Um, as usual for these kind of videos anyway, Dari is not with me on these ones. Um, but we're going to continue because don't forget New Year's Eve this year we're going to put out a video for you of Minds of Metal. So me and Daria's uh, top album of 2022 and we're going to go deep in and tell you why we love this particular album so much. Um, but as you may have seen in recent weeks is that I've been doing a build up of uh, my favourite albums of 2022 to get to next week's uh, point. Uh, number five we had The Great Heathen Army by Amon Amarth. Number four we had Darker Still by Parkway Drive. Number three which was last week was The End so far by Slipknot and number two which is what we're going to do now is Of Kingdom and Crown by Machine Head. I really 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 enjoyed this album and I was hesitant at the start because anyone who's followed Machine Head's journey knows that the last two albums which were called uh, Catharsis and uh, was it of Bloodstone and Diamonds I think they weren't very successful and they weren't really well received by fans. I mean I, remember, I like aspects of the album. I think there's a few good songs on each of them, but I remember listening to the Bloodstone and Diamonds one and literally it was like, really like this song, next song, didn't like it. Really like third song, hated the fourth song. Really, you know, it was just so hit and miss in my opinion. And I think Catharsis had the same elements there. But Machine Head are back, and they're back with a vengeance because of Kingdom and Crown, I thought was a phenomenal release. Um... I say phenomenal, I don't want to be sort of overstating it. You know, I don't think it quite matched up to The Blackening and Unto the Locust, but it came close. Um, so let's dig into it. The first track, Slaughter the Martyr, you start off with a three-minute intro, and this is what I love about Machine Head, is that they take their time because they know that the result, the, the, the need to get their point across, they need that three minutes. They need that because that's the journey of the song. And if you've got to wait three minutes for the song to kick in, then you better bloody well wait because what they're going to hit you with after is awesome. And what they do hit you with after is wicked. You've got this kind of clenching the fists of descent, this long 10 minutes track, very thrashy, got this awesome anthemic chorus with the harmonized vocals going throughout and fantastic solos and dual guitars spread throughout. Now, after that long epic start of Slaughter the Martyr, we're then hit with two very thrashy songs. You've got Choke on the Ashes of Your Hate and Become the Firestorm, which I found both had really kind of thrashy elements in, and we know Machine Head can sort of dabble in their thrash. Um, I love uh, Rob Flynn's voice in Ashes of Your Hate. He's got that kind of angry, whispering growl where he's like, you know, we don't need no rain. And he just kind of builds it up. He does that a lot. I think he's a very emotive singer, and I think you can hear it all the way through this album. I think it's really good performance. In Become the Firestorm, what was a cool here is that you've got the new element of the bass player. Um, I can't remember his name. Um, yeah, anyway, uh, he sings the chorus of it, and I think it's really cool because his voice sounds so different to Rob. Yeah, it really works. You've got this kind of back and forth where he sings, on the sky, and then Rob's like, become a firestorm, and this back and forth, I think, really works. Um, again, heavy bridges that they have and the dual lead guitars that they just so consistently have put throughout their music just comes back really nicely. Um, very, very much like the blackening, the, uh, the dual lead melodies in this song. Um, you've got an interlude song called Overdose, which then takes you into My Hands Are Empty, which starts off with like a chanting intro that's again about a minute long. Um, but it's necessary because the chanting, it's setting the scene. It's, it's setting up the song ready for you to, for, for what's to come next. Um, then the chant comes back in the chorus with a beautiful guitar melody that complement each other so well. Um, again, great dual guitars and solos. They're nailing it in this album, which is one of my favorite aspects of it. Um, then you move on to Unhallowed. 
and the main riff in this song is really cool and it could actually be like from Unto the Locust. Uh, had a really nice feel to it, um, using harmonics as well, if I'm not mistaken. I suppose it's a softer song compared to the rest of the album um, and Rob's singing comes into its own more. You know, his vocals are really nice and really pleasant. I think he does it well. Uh, you've got another kind of uh, interlude song in Assimilate, which goes on to my favourite track of the album, which is Kill Thy... Actually, no, second favourite track of the album, which is Kill Thy Enemies. Um, the intro and main riff is so heavy, um, but it's simple. It's not overdone. It's not overcomplicated. It's... Not too much going on, but it's the power and it's the accent of where they play those notes that gets the riff going for me. Um, it kind of has that... Gr am I going to say grunge metal? I am. It has that grunge metal feeling of their earlier albums. And what I mean by grunge metal is, in essence, sort of simplicity. Not too much going on riff-wise. Um, if you listen to their earlier albums, you hear the production is quite raw and it's quite stripped back. There's not too much going on. Uh, and I suppose that is what I mean by grunge metal. Um, more fantastic solos and dual lead melodies that um, lead into that lovely atmospheric soft section towards the end of the song. Then after that, we have track number nine, which is No Gods, No Masters. Um, Another kind of singy song where Rob's voice comes to shine. Uh, the, the drop in the bridge is phenomenal, like really nice and heavy. Uh, after that comes Bloodshot, which isn't my favourite song. I find it, I don't know, I find it a little messy in places, if I'm being honest. Um, but there are some really good riffs sort of sprinkled throughout. Uh, then you get into the song Rotten, which is really nice, solid and heavy. Um, got the really heavy middle break, which I thought was really cool. You got the final kind of uh, interlude of the album, which is called Terminus, and then you get on to my favourite song of the album, and maybe one of my top five Machine Head songs of all time. Now, uh, Arrows in Words from the Sky. I remember hearing this when they released though that they released uh, Become the Firestorm, Rotten, and Arrows in Words from the Sky together. And I remember hearing this one first and just thought, my goodness, what a fantastic track. Um, I love the journey it takes you on. You know, you, you start from the really soft intro and then it comes in with that dun 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 and really just adds that layer. Um, and yeah, it takes you on the journey, as I already said. Um, the chorus vocal melody and the harmonies work so nicely. Um, and as I've said plenty of times, the guitar work uh, throughout the song is fantastic, but mainly during the verses. Listen to intricately what they do during the verses behind the bass and the drums, and that works so well. The heavy bridge is nice and dark uh, as well. Um, the solo is so beautiful and tasteful. Um, the notes chosen are just sublime. There's a part at the end of it where he goes like, and I just think those choices is so simple. That's just um, I'm not I'm not a guitarist. I think that's just like. I think it's just arpeggios um, going from one to arpeggios of one chord, then going to another. It's so simple. An arpeggio, for anyone that doesn't know, is a broken chord. So if you play a chord, it's playing all of those notes in that chord individually. Um, so it's just so simple. There's nothing, nothing crazy, no sweet picking, no shredding. Just arpeggios, broken chords, played one after the another, and it just it leads so well into that lovely final soft chorus. Um one thing I wanted to mention about that final soft chorus is the vocal effect on it. Now, it's not crazily obvious, um, but there is a vocal effect on it. And I, that just leads me to talk about the production on this album, because I think the production is phenomenal. 
And the reason I think that is because it's so understated. Um, you mentioned, you remember if, uh, in the previous videos with Slipknot, we said sometimes it was a bit too much and it might have taken away from Corey Taylor's voice. Uh, the Parkway Drive video, I said there was a lot on it, a lot of effects, a lot of, a lot of added instruments, um, which kind of created an atmosphere, but yeah, no, it did create an atmosphere. But here, it's used very spare, uh, sparsely, sparingly. Um, you've got the effect on his vocals. Just every every now and then throughout the album, listen and you'll hear that it's not his raw voice. There's some kind of radio effect or a filter on it. Um, and even at the beginning of Kill Thy Enemies, the guitar, when it before the drums come in and it does that riff, it's like... And it goes... And it's like cutting. Very precise production. But it's just these little uh, elements of fantastic production that they've bought in that just makes the album crisp and solid um and incredibly well produced so yeah those are my thoughts on the album um if you'd like me and daria to do like a full uh review on any of these albums please let us know in the comments uh, we'd love to do that but again just these videos just in the lead up to our number one album of 2022 i'm just telling you my favorite aspects of some of these songs and albums so yeah i think machine head have found themselves again i think that after the success of The Blackening and Unto the Locust, I don't really know what happened within the band dynamic. I know Adam Deuce, the bass player, left. Um, so it left uh, Rob Flynn, the new bass player. Jared, that's his name. <laughs> it's Jared, I just remembered. Was it nine minutes later and I remembered? Um, so you've got Rob Flynn, Jared, then you had Dave McLean and Phil DeMell. And something obviously didn't go right because it's after the... So the album before this, Phil DeMell and... So after the album before of Kingdom and Crown, Phil DeMell and Dave McLean left the band, which must have obviously shaken things up. But I think there was probably things there before that weren't working, What, which is why maybe Catharsis and Bloodstone and Diamonds didn't resonate so much with the fan. Maybe there was some internal stuff going on with the band that sort of halted the, the songwriting. Um, but I think that having a new band has focused them and focused him, Rob Flynn, and made this music sort of better. And another thing I think to add to that, again, if we ever do a full album review of this, we can talk about this. This is a concept album, uh, which means that it's an album where every song is telling a different part of a story, essentially. And I think writing a concept album must make the songwriter or songwriters focus more because the songs have to link the songs have to gel be it lyrically musically thematically they gotta work together and i think maybe that's where things like catharsis and bloodstone and diamond maybe that's where they didn't work so well but here maybe the new band plus the idea of needing to focus because it's a concept album maybe that made rob flynn and or machine head together come together pull together and make this cracking album. Um, the songs align beautifully and they all work well with each other. You've got both ends of the spectrum with some really heavy stuff and some lighter stuff. Um, the solos and dual guitars throughout, as I keep mentioning, are just stunning. And they utilise that so well in The Blackening and Unto the Locust. And I think they really found it again here. Um, the songwriting is phenomenal. And I think for me personally, this album slots just behind The Blackening, Unto the Locust, of Kingdom and Crown. I think it's a really, really good album. Um, and one that I think it will stand the test of time because, you know, just like the blackening and unto the locust have done, I think this will be another landmark for Machine Head because you've got first concept album, new band, but the album that has come out and has been executed perfectly. Um, the only reason this isn't my number one 
is because uh, you'll find out next week actually on new year's eve i'll explain why the other album is my number one and not this one but it was so close and um yeah this has been an excellent release from machine head and one that i've thoroughly enjoyed listening to and i've listened to it multiple times and really can't get enough of it Please do all the usual stuff. Hit like, subscribe, share this with Machine Head fans, share it with metal fans. Um, and thank you for joining the Minds of Metal. Have a metal day.